Hi guys, and welcome to The Duplex, a podcast by Demo Blank. I'm your host, Saranga, and on this show, we interview artists, filmmakers, architects, people from all types of creative backgrounds to tell their stories and share some useful tips and tactics that might be of use to our listeners. So if you've listened to us before, this episode will be a bit different. It was originally produced uh, in collaboration with Los Angeles Mac, and they've been very kind to allow us to use this material on our own podcast. You'll notice that the episodes are significantly shorter and edited down quite a bit. So without further ado, let me introduce you to today's guest, Cash Cooper. Cash is a artist living here in Los Angeles, and we got to have a great conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it. Cool. Ready to go? Yeah, we're ready. Okay, cool. Well, uh, hey guys, this is another episode of the podcast we have yet to name. Um, <laughs> I'm Saranga. I'm sitting here with Cash Cooper, who is um, an artist who has shown both nationally and internationally. And yeah, we'll jump right into it. So Cash, mm-hmm. you're from New York originally, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm from Manhattan originally, 104th between Broadway and Amsterdam. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So what brought you out here to L.A. then? as opposed to, like, Miami or somewhere else that is also a very, you know, creative-driven city. Mm-hmm. My mom and stepdad, they started a restaurant out here in, like, the mid-'90s, the Shark Bar, and I think she dra- drugged me out here for, like, a long weekend or something or a week or whatever. So maybe it's like, some summer break time just while she was getting the business set up. And it made an impression on me then, even, because it was hot. It felt like a desert, but there was buildings in it. So then, like, L.A. was, like, kind of mythological in my mind. And then, I guess kind of coincidentally, because I didn't really give so much of a fuck about where I went to art school. I was just kind of like, like, all right, like, maybe Chicago, maybe California. Um, San Francisco was also thinking out, but I was, like, kind of equal with all of them. But then I ended up going out to, to pick CalArts, which is the cartoon kids school. Like, I went there. Actually, I lied. I did give a fuck because the Dexter's Laboratory dude went to CalArts. <laughs> so that was, like, a determining factor. So, like, you were here in CalArts, and then... So following that, I know, right, you went to Asia. Mm-hmm. But I guess I want to know, like, did, did the whole, like, fascination with, like, Asia and, like, manga, like, start... I'm guessing that started, like, before... Go traveling there, or yeah, that shit started in uh, ninety, like early nineties, like whatever. Whenever the first time I saw anime, or whenever the first time uh, I picked up like a shitty like manga reprint in in a comic book store or whatever, or maybe like the first time I saw my my cousins playing like the Sega Genesis. Or the Super Nintendo. That was, like, when it... Because, like, all that shit was from Japan, so... I think I was, like, incepted. With all the different mediums, too. Like, between visual art, uh, like drawings or animation, and then even, like, a, a memory that I was flashing back to just the other day. I remember, like... I was stuck with the, the Sailor Moon theme stuck in my head like like I was probably like six I was like I was like oh this is a, this is a song for girls but this shit knocks it's just so <laughs> catchy so I still listen to J-pop now that's like so all the genres I think I got into when I was really young 
the Asian fascination that was always like really strong core. I've I've read a little bit of like how you've talked about your work mm. um, in terms of like creation myths and like Eastern philosophies and Eastern um, like artistic practices. Do you mm -hmm. mind like talking about that a little bit? Yeah, like those influences. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, mainly, like the simplest way to put it, I think would be. It's like it's like an African philosophy or spirituality but it's expressed through like a 20th century kind of comic book pen because my influences were pretty direct in terms of like how I drew the stuff uh, heavy ink like vibrant color um, things where it's like Okay, just how how can I draw somebody just looking awesome, not really thinking about the anatomy so much, beyond function. Let me just have it look vibrant, you know, like, you know, like like the the craziest anime you've seen, or the craziest McDonald's commercial you've seen. I just want to hit like that like kind of stimulate stimulation or whatever. But then the philosophy underneath it is just really like academic where I was learning about like the earliest gods the African gods the Sumerian gods um, which came from the African gods which were adapted by it like the birth of civilization type shit what you know basically like what the vibes were like like 7,000 years ago like just something about it like I read all these history books about it all these podcasts, I'm just obsessed by it. Even even when I was little, um, go to the Museum of Natural History. Mm -hmm. uh, every week, I went to the Museum of Natural History, and I was also blessed to have like history teachers that weren't trash. So I just had like that kind of historical underpinning that now I you know over the past eight years, I've kind of married those my visual influences with the philosophical and, and then you have the work you see in it now basically so you you've lived here or Santa Clarita you've lived there you lived there left come back now you've been here for like three almost three years mm -hmm. so do you think uh, what's your like what do you think is like the biggest misconception about this city like stereotype that you're like oh that's not like a real thing uh, throw, throw some at me. Like, throw some stereotypes. You know, just, like, people being like, mm. let's, let's see, where's some... Because I know you have some, so I don't want to anticipate I this. guess, I'm like, curious. like, some were like, oh, like, people from L.A. are very, like, vapid or, like, uh. fake or, uh. like, like, kind of, like, air, airy, like, not really there, like, in it for themselves kind of thing. Fake, disingenuous... I would usually ascribe those to the people that are coming here from out of town, like movie industry people, tech industry people, foreigners, like those kind of, like, like, like the worst kind of people that move into the city, you know, um, and like, like those showbiz, you're like Hollywood, stereotypically fake personalities, like I, because I used to live in Hollywood, mm. so I'd meet the people that would go there and just to like get down or whatever for right. leisure time, um, yeah, it'd be like, yeah, like that kind of weird, um, 
energy, like not to speak for the people who move here, myself right, and, right. and, and others. Shout out to Lauren and Roman, uh, my good friends that are from Atlanta or whatever. I think I know Lauren. Yeah, she's, yeah, no, she's been to a couple of shows with yeah, her brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's awesome. Um, but the people who move here with the weird energy, usually, for being honest, Hollywood people, people who are trying to be seen, they'll have that energy. And I'll feel bad for locals, because I feel like people are putting shit onto your city that, that really it's foreigners that are just bringing that energy. I think it's like it's like kind of country energy I feel out here in in, in the best kind of way, because like because I think there's more space here, so people from environments like that all over the world they do like statistically talk slower, mm. shit like that. You have, have more space. It's aside from the highways, it's like quieter. People could just like get out, and then you're all stoned out here <laughs> off of the good weed. Uh, I mean, a prior to legalization or whatever, medicinal. Yeah. You had the good weed out here forever, so everybody's just chilled out out here, blissed out. Um, and that's something that when I would get to know locals, I would come to really appreciate. And also just getting the general temperature of the city. Nice. If you could work with any three artists, who would they be? Akiko Yano. Blue Ivy Carter. And should put a dead person in there. Um, Langston Hughes. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, Cash, thanks so much for your time. I yeah. think, like, we probably need to do a part two at some point. And if people want to find you, what's uh, your the best way to reach you? Your Cash Cooper Art. On Instagram. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dope. Well, man, thanks for the time. Appreciate yeah, it. absolutely. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's episode with Cash Cooper. If you'd like to learn more about Cash and his work, please follow him on Instagram at CoolCashCooper. And if you'd like to learn more about Demo Blank and the Duplex, follow us at Demo Blank. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend, family member, or anyone who you think might enjoy it. Today's episode was produced by Samisi Katoa and Los Angeles Mac, with audio production by Shane Valentine and Dennis Filobos, video production by Ryan Rigsby, theme music by Dr. Doppler. Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace.